0: The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate
1: icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Friday. I know you've been waiting for this day since Monday morning. Good morning. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, November twelfth, two 2021. Friday of the 32nd week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, it's Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Joseph at Bishop and Martyr. Born in 1580 in what is now Ukraine, he became a Basilian monk and a priest and soon was well-known as a preacher and an ascetic. He became Bishop of Betebsk at a relatively young age and faced a difficult situation. Most monks did not want union with Rome. The next year, a dissident hierarchy was set up and spread the accusation that Josephat had gone Latin. Despite warnings, he went to Vitebsk. A priest was sent to shout insults to him from his own courtyard. When Josephat had him removed and shut up in his house, the opposition rang the town hall bell and a mob assembled. The priest was released, but members of the mob broke into the bishop's home. Josephat was struck with a halberd, then shot. His body was thrown into the river. St. Josephat was the first saint of the Eastern Church to be canonized by Rome. The year was 1623 of his death. St. Josephat, pray for us, and let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you, and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace always be with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that people who suffer from depression or burnout will find support and a light that opens them up to life. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus.
2: My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful my immaculate mother Saint Joseph my father and lord my guardian angel intercede for me well today's gospel is filled with all kinds of apocalyptic language we have the story of Noah and the ark the image of Lot fleeing from that terrible place of doom Sodom and his wife perishing as she looked back and how the Son of Man will be revealed at the end of time. These are all things that the Lord was explaining to the, his disciples. But the key line, he says, is whoever seeks to preserve his life will lose it. But whoever loses it will save it. Well, Similar words are said also by our Lord in, in St. Matthew and St. Mark. So we want to understand this. Eh? I mean, don't we all Want to preserve, protect, and safeguard our life? What do you really mean here, Lord? It seems contradictory to say that if you if you seek to save your life, well, you're going to lose it. In other places, our Lord says that if you want to follow him, you, then you have to, if you really want to follow him, you have to deny yourself. Some people are frightened by this language, and they think that maybe our Lord is just asking too much. It doesn't seem to make sense. Others even re- reject it outright as a principle. Like People like Nietzsche in the 19th century would have been indignant at hearing this. Well, I heard a, a fascinating homily in which a beautiful image was used that can help us to understand this. This is by the preacher of the papal household, Raniero Cantalamesa, who gave this homily a number of years ago and uses this, this powerful image. He said that during the Nazi uh, persecution. Many trains full of Jews traveled from every part of Europe to the extermination camps, and they were induced to get on these trains by false promises of being taken to places that would be better for them, when in fact they were being taken to their own destruction. Now, it happened apparently that on the way, on some of the stops, some someone who knew the truth would call out to them from some hiding place. And call to the passengers and say get off get off run away and indeed some succeeded in just jumping off and saved themselves because you know they got off that train well the train of life on which we are traveling is well it's going towards death and the month of november reminds us of this by inviting us to pray for those who have already gone before us they may have gone before us but we too will arrive there one day that's of course inevitable. And we know, we know we're all mortal, nobody doubts this, but we don't often reflect enough on the meaning of this now. That's why we want to reflect. What train am I on now? Where is it really leading me? Is it a train mainly or principally about human success? Is it a train of human recognition? Like, when you left to go to work this morning, perhaps you're, you're driving there right now. You're in the car, maybe, right now. Are you in a train of some kind of self-aggrandizement? Maybe I want my co-workers to think well of me, to like my work. Maybe my train is this first class to, to, to more promotions. Maybe that's the train that I'm on. Of course, as I say this to you, I do have to recognize that the same thoughts affect me, too. I've preached here and there, and if someone says to me afterwards, thank you, Father, oh, thank you, that was a wonderful sermon, that was a wonderful meditation, well, I'm, I'm flattered and, uh, and I think that just because of that simple comment, I must have done, you know, I must have done well. Okay? Of course, if nobody says anything, I sometimes think, oh, I didn't do too well. But, Lord, you want me to turn immediately to you and ask you, Lord, were you happy with what I did? Obviously, I did not teach you anything, but you know, you can see deep into my heart and you can see the deepest motivating factor that leads me to do anything. So what the, what the gospel is proposing to us when it exhorts us to deny ourselves, to die to ourselves, is to get off this train and board another one that leads really to life. And the train that leads to life is faith in him who said, whoever believes in me, even if he dies, he will live. Eh? Isn't that beautiful? Even if he dies, he will live. And that train is the train of faith in you, of confidence in you, of trust in you, trust in your divine providence. And it has to be in some way exercised and lived by, by rectifying the intention, doing things out of love for you. And our Lord seems to suggest that he who wants to save his life at all costs, making it, making this his basic value, who is somebody who is fixed on seeking human applause, is overly obsessed with human security, that person might very well lose eternal life. Whereas he, who is ready to lose his earthly security, lose human recognition, this one is ready to... He's, he's ready to take risks with human outcomes. Well, that person will gain eternal life. Maybe we find getting on this train, the train that the Lord is suggesting, too much for us. Lord, I can't... I can't seems like I can't get the ticket for this. It's too hard to always work with such noble rectitude of intention. But... With our Lord's grace, well, he's going to give us a first-class ticket. All we have to do is get on okay, with faith. And if we should fall off, that is to do things for human motives, okay, I would just, just get back on again. And, and so when I work, if I find myself seeking adulation, just shake that thought. Say, no, no, I, I do this for you. It's okay. so a way of getting back on the train. Okay. St. Josemaria uh, he mentions rectitude of intention in one of his sermons. And if I had been there at that sermon, I, I would have thanked him or, or, or I mentioned it to him, but I'm sure he would have waved, it, waved me off, you know. But this is what he said. It's a, it's a strong statement he says in this sermon. He says, It is folly to undertake a hard and difficult task just to be admired. To put great effort into keeping God's commandments with but an earthly reward in mind. Whoever practices virtue for the sake of some human benefit is like a person who sells off a priceless heirloom for just a few coins. He could have won heaven, but he is content instead with fleeting praise. That is why they say that the hopes of hypocrites are like a spider's web. So much effort goes into weaving it, and in the end, it is blown away by a puff of the wind of death. Isn't that a, a great quote there from him? The puff of the wind of death. So maybe today, we're going to work, and we can rectify our intention, and do everything really for the glory of God. The Lord will help us so that this really be able to happen in our life today. So today, let's do everything for God's glory. But then after, when you look at your day and you see that maybe you've slipped up and you said something merely to impress or you sought to draw attention to yourself or to prove yourself, well, that's an opportunity for an act of contrition. That's rectitude of intention after the fact. Just ask forgiveness. Because, well, you kind of like got on the wrong train. And and this is what Ezekiel, the great prophet, said. He said, a new heart I will give you, a new spirit I will put within you, and I will take out of your flesh the heart of stone and give you a heart of, of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and be careful to observe all my ordinances. Isn't that beautiful? He, you know, he, he speaks about that new heart that he wants to put in us, which is our inner core, that inner disposition, that deep rectitude and that really that ability to truly love. And to really die to ourselves for the love of God. But at the same time, he speaks about our inner spirit. He speaks about, I will put my spirit within you. And the spirit is our motivation. It's what gives us drive. And, And it's what affects our will. So heart and spirit work together. This is what we need to really be on the train of life. There was a 17th century saint from France... Saint Louis Marie Grignon de Montfort, who is revered for his intense devotion to the Blessed Mother. And he had a beautiful prayer of entrustment to Our Lady. He would say in Latin, Totus tuus ego sum, which means, I am all yours. As you know, it was a motto for Pope John Paul II on his coat of arms. Eh? And, he, and we used to wave it in large banners during papal visits. Eh? I'm all yours. In a way, it was a way to support the Pope. We're telling him, you know, we're all yours. And he was able to encapsulate in that very short phrase the essence of his love. I'm all yours, Lord. And we can tell Mary now that too. And she'll help us to get on that train that leads to eternal life. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me.
1: There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 minutes past the hour. We'll begin the liturgical day next. This is Daybreak. On the memorial of Saint Joseph, at Bishop and Martyr, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sodic. Let's begin our day of prayer. Now we join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Reading. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim your, your praise. praise.
3: Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, Come, let let us us worship worship Christ Christ, the the King King of of Martyrs.
4: The Lord is God, the mighty God
3: Come, let us worship Christ, the King of Martyrs.
4: Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, Come, let let us worship worship Christ, Christ, the the King
3: King of Martyrs. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger. They shall not enter into my rest. Come, Come, let let us worship worship Christ, Christ, the the King of of martyrs.
4: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit,
3: as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen.
5: Come,
3: let us worship
6: Christ, the
5: King of martyrs.
6: My God, do not reject my cry for help, assailed as I am by the wicked. My My God, do do not not reject my my cry cry for help, help, assailed as as I am by the the wicked. wicked. O God, listen to my prayer. Do not hide from my pleading. Attend to me and reply. With my cares I cannot rest. I tremble at the shouts of the foe, at the cries of the wicked, for they bring down evil upon me. They assail me with fury. My heart is stricken within me. Death's terror is on me. Trembling and fear fall upon me, and horror overwhelms me. Oh, that I had wings like a dove, to fly away and be at rest. So I would escape far away and take refuge in the desert. I would hasten to find shelter from the raging wind, from the destructive storm, O Lord and from their plotting tongues. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was in, in the beginning, beginning is, now, is now, and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. My,
5: my God, God, do not reject my cry for, cry for help, assailed, assailed as, as I am by, by the, the wicked. wicked.
7: The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands.
8: The Lord himself will free us from hostile and and treacherous hands.
7: For I can see nothing but violence and strife in the city. Night and day they patrol high on the city walls. It is full of wickedness and evil. It is full of sin. Its streets are never free from tyranny and deceit. If this had been done by an enemy, I could bear his taunts. If a rival had risen against me, I could hide from him. But it is you, my own companion, my intimate friend. How close was the friendship between us. We walked together in harmony in the house of God. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning,
8: is now, and will be forever. Amen.
5: The Lord himself will free us from hostile and treacherous hands.
9: Entrust your cares
10: to the Lord. He will sustain you. Entrust your cares to the Lord. He will sustain you. As for me, I will cry to God, and the Lord will save me evening morning and at noon i will cry and lament he will deliver my soul in peace in the attack against me for those who fight me are many but he hears my voice god will hear and will humble them the eternal judge for they will not amend their ways they have no fear of god The traitor has turned against his friends. He has broken his word. His speech is softer than butter, but war is in his heart. His words are smoother than oil, but they are naked swords. Entrust your cares to the Lord, and he will support you. He will never allow the just man to stumble. But you, O God, will bring them down to the pit of death, Deceitful and bloodthirsty men shall not live half their days. O Lord, I will trust in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever.
5: Amen.
7: Let us pray. Lord Jesus, you were rejected by your people. Betrayed by the kiss of a friend, and deserted by your disciples. Give us the confidence that you had in the Father, and our salvation will be assured. Entrust Entrust your
9: cares cares to the Lord. He will sustain you.
7: I have known tribulations and distress.
9: But But in your commands commands
5: I have have found found consolation. consolation.
9: From the book of the prophet Daniel.
7: In the third year of Cyrus, king of Persia, a revelation was given to Daniel, who had been named Balthasar. The revelation was certain a great war. He understood it from the vision. In those days, I, Daniel, mourned three full weeks. I ate no savory food, I took no meat or wine, and I did not anoint myself at all until the end of the 3 weeks. On the twenty-fourth day of the first month, I was on the bank of the great river, the Tigris. As I looked up, I saw a man dressed in linen with a belt of fine gold around his waist. His body was like chrysolite. His face shone like lightning. His eyes were like fiery torches. His arms and feet looked like burnished bronze, and his voice sounded like the roar of a multitude. I alone, Daniel, saw the vision. The great fear seized the men who were with me. They fled and hid themselves, although they did not see the vision. So I was left alone, seeing this great vision. No strength remained in me. I turned the color of
9: death and was powerless.
7: When I heard the sound of the voice,
9: I fell face forward
5: in a faint.
7: But then a hand touched me, raising me to my hands and knees. Daniel, beloved, he said to me, understand the words which I am speaking to you. Stand up, for my mission now is to
9: you. When he said this to me,
7: I stood up trembling. Fear not, Daniel, he continued. From the first day you made up your mind to acquire understanding and humble yourself before God, your prayer was heard. Because of it, I started out. But the prince of the kingdom of Persia stood in my way for 21 days until finally Michael one of the chief princes came to me. I left him there with the prince of the kings of Persia and came to make you understand what shall happen to your people in the days to come, for there is yet a vision concerning those days.
9: While he was speaking thus to me, I fell forward and kept silent. Then something like a man's hand Touched my lips. I opened my mouth
7: and said to the one facing me, My Lord, I was seized with pangs at the vision, and I was powerless. How can my Lord's servant speak with you, my Lord? For now no strength or even
9: breath is left in me. The one who looked like a man touched me again and strengthened me, saying, Fear not, beloved. You are safe. Take courage and be strong. When he spoke to me,
7: I grew strong and said, Speak, my lord, for you have strengthened me. Do you know, he asked, why I have come to you? Soon I must fight the prince of Persia again. When I leave, the prince of Greece will come, but I shall tell you what is written in the truth book. No one supports me against these
9: except Michael, your prince. The Word of the Lord.
7: From the moment you resolved to acquire understanding and to humble yourself before God, your prayer was heard, and for this reason I have come. Do not be afraid, Daniel. I shall tell you what is written in the book of truth. Your prayer was heard, and for this
9: reason I have come.
10: From the encyclical letter Ecclesium Dei, By Pope Pius XI In designing his church, God worked with such skill that in the fullness of time it would resemble a single great family embracing all men. It can be identified, as we know, by certain distinctive characteristics, notably its universality and unity. Christ the Lord passed on to his apostles the task he had received from the Father. I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations. He wanted the apostles as a body to be intimately bound together, first by the inner tie of the same faith and love which flows into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, and second by the external tie of authority exercised by one apostle over the others. For this he assigned the primacy to Peter, the source and visible basis of their unity for all time. So that the unity and agreement among them would endure, God wisely stamped them, one might say, with the mark of holiness and martyrdom. Both these distinctions fell to Josephat, Archbishop of Polak of the Slavonic Rite of the Eastern Church. He is rightly looked upon as the great glory and strength of the Eastern Rite Slavs. Few have brought them greater honor or contributed more to their spiritual welfare than Josaphat, their pastor and apostle, especially when he gave his life as a martyr for the unity of the Church. He felt, in fact, that God had inspired him to restore worldwide unity to the Church, and he realized that his greatest chance of success lay in preserving the Slavonic Rite and St. Basil's rule of monastic life within the one universal Church. Concerned mainly with seeing his own people reunited to the See of Peter, he sought out every available argument which would foster and maintain church unity. His best arguments were drawn from liturgical books sanctioned by the Fathers of the Church, which were in common use among Eastern Christians, including the dissidents. Thus, thoroughly prepared, he set out to restore the unity of the Church. A forceful man of fine sensibilities, he met with such success that his opponents dubbed him The Thief of Souls Jesus said, Holy Father, protect those you have given me with the power of your name, that That they may may be perfectly perfectly one. one.
5: Then the the world world
10: will know know that it was you who sent me. me. The glory which you gave me, I have given to them, that That they they may may be perfectly perfectly one. one. Then Then the the world world will know that it was you who sent
7: me. Let us pray. Stir up in your church, we pray, O Lord, the Spirit that filled St. Josephat as he laid down his life for the sheep, so that through his intercession we too may be strengthened by the same Spirit and not be afraid to lay down our life for others. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy
1: Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming up next. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, November 12, 2021, the Memorial of St. Joseph at Bishop and Martyr I'm Paul Sadiq. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord speaks of the last things, what's called eschatology. It's from the 17th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. As it was in the days of Noah,
0: so will it be in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married, they were given in marriage, until the day when Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, as it was in the days of Lot, they ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day when Lot went out from Sodom, fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all, so will it be on the day when the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, let him who was on the housetop with his goods in the house, not come down to take them away. And likewise, let him who was in the field not turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever seeks to gain his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life will preserve it. I tell you, in that night, there will be two in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. There will be two women grinding together. One will be taken and the other left.
1: Where, Lord?
0: Where the body is.
1: There the eagles will be gathered together. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Do you remember the TV show Touched by an Angel? I thought that one of the greatest things about that show was that the angel of death was a good guy. And our faith teaches us that that's not too far off the mark. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 5 Ordinary Time. Sacred Scripture expressly teaches us, God did not make death and he does not delight in the death of the living. There was no such thing as death with all its pain and suffering before our first parents committed the original sin. The rebellion of our first parents led to the loss of this preternatural gift. By his disobedience, Adam lost his friendship with God and the gift of immortal life. Since that time, Our passage to the house of the Father, our final resting place, takes us to this faithful gateway, the moment when we depart out of this world to the Father. Jesus Christ abolished death and brought life. He removed the essential evil from death and gave it a new meaning, making death into a stepping stone to life. His victory is shared by all who believe in him and participate in his life. The Master has told us, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live, and whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Death is the enemy of the natural life of man. Christ has converted it into our friend and sister. Though the human person suffer defeat at the hands of this foe, he or she can in the end be triumphant thanks to Christ's immortal sacrifice. For a materialistic society in which pleasure and comfort reign supreme, death and even life itself are devoid of lasting value. Those who adopt a pagan lifestyle behave as if suffering, failure, and death were curses to be avoided at any cost. Such people act as if Christ never achieved the redemption. The psalmist says in his prayer to God, those who hate the righteous will be condemned. But precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. From her earliest days, the church has celebrated the anniversaries of the death by martyrdom of her saints. The church says that these are birthdays to that new life, which entails joy without end. St. John tells us in the book of Revelation, I heard a voice from heaven saying, write this, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord henceforth. Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, for their deeds follow them. We will be rewarded for even the smallest service we have done for the Lord, such as the gift of a glass of water. The Second Vatican Council has declared, for after we have obeyed the Lord, and in his Spirit nurtured on earth the values of human dignity, brotherhood, and freedom, and indeed all the good fruits of our nature and enterprise, we will find them again but freed of stain, burnished and transfigured, when Christ hands over to the Father a kingdom eternal and universal. All the things of the world will perish and be forgotten, but their good deeds will follow them. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers, and you'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Fifteen minutes before the hour, Let's pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance.
5: Lord, make haste to help me.
1: Glory to the Father,
7: and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia.
6: Create a clean heart in me, O God. Renew in me a steadfast spirit.
5: Create Create a clean clean heart heart in in me, O God.
6: God. Renew Renew in me a a steadfast steadfast spirit. Spirit. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin.
7: My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done.
6: That you may be justified when you give sentence and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived.
7: Indeed, you love truth in the heart, then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow.
6: Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt.
7: O oh, rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall wring out your goodness. O oh, Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise.
6: For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart. You will not spurn.
7: In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar.
6: Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen.
5: Create Create a clean clean heart
8: heart in in me, O God. God. Renew Renew in me a steadfast spirit.
7: Spirit. Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Rejoice, Rejoice, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, for for through through you all men will be gathered to the Lord. Lord. Let all men speak of the Lord's majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, holy
6: city, he scourged you for the work of your hands, but will again pity the children of the righteous.
7: Praise the Lord for his goodness, and bless the King of the ages, so that his tent may be rebuilt in you with joy.
6: May he gladden within you all who were captives, all who were ravaged may he cherish within you, For all generations to come,
7: a bright light will shine to all parts of the earth. Many nations shall come to you from afar, and the inhabitants of all the limits of the earth, drawn to you by the name of the Lord God, bearing in their hands their gifts for the King of heaven. Every
6: generation shall give joyful praise in you, and shall call you the chosen one through all ages, forever.
7: Go, then, rejoice over the children of the righteous, who shall all be gathered together and shall bless the Lord of the ages.
6: Happy are those who love you, and happy those who rejoice in your prosperity.
7: Happy are all the men who shall grieve over you, over all your chastisements. For they shall rejoice in you, as they behold all your joy forever.
6: My Spirit blesses the Lord, the Great King.
7: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
6: As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen.
7: Rejoice, Jerusalem, for through
9: you
5: all all men will will be gathered gathered to the
6: Lord. Zion, praise your God, who sent his word to renew the earth.
9: Zion, Zion, praise praise your your God, God, who who sent sent his his word to
6: renew renew the the earth. earth. O praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Zion, praise your God.
7: He has strengthened the bars of your gates. He has blessed the children within you. He established peace on your borders. He feeds you with finest wheat.
6: He sends out his word to the earth and swiftly runs his command. He showers down snow, white as wool. He scatters hoarfrost like ashes.
7: He hurls down hailstones like crumbs. The waters are frozen at his touch. He sends forth his word and it melts them. At the breath of his mouth, the waters flow.
6: He makes his word known to Jacob, to Israel, his laws and decrees. He has not dealt thus with other nations. He has not taught them his decrees.
7: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, is now, now,
6: and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. O oh, powerful God, it is through your church, generously endowed with gifts of grace and fortified by the Holy Spirit, that you send out your word to all nations, strengthen your church with the best of all food, and make it dauntless in faith. Multiply its children to celebrate with one accord the mysteries of your love at the altar on high. Zion, Zion, praise praise your your God, God, who who sent sent his His word to to renew the earth. A reading from 2 Corinthians. Praised be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all consolation. He comforts us in all our afflictions, and thus enables us to comfort those who are in trouble with the same consolation we have received from him. As we have shared much in the suffering of Christ, so through Christ do we share abundantly in his consolation. The Word of the Lord
9: The Lord is my strength,
6: and I shall sing his praise. The
7: The Lord Lord is is my strength, strength, and and I shall shall sing sing his his praise. praise.
6: The Lord is my Savior,
7: and I shall sing his praise.
6: Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit.
7: The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise.
6: Whoever hates his life in this world keeps it safe for life everlasting. Blessed
5: be the Lord, the God of Israel. into into the way
8: way
5: of peace. Glory to the
8: Father, and and to the Son, and and to the Holy Spirit, as it was
6: in the beginning, is now, and
5: will be forever. Amen.
6: Whoever hates his life in this world keeps it safe for life everlasting.
7: Our Savior's faithfulness is mirrored In the fidelity of his witnesses, who shed their blood for the word of God, let us praise him in remembrance of them.
5: You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood.
7: Your martyrs freely embraced death in bearing witness to the faith.
6: Give us the true freedom of the Spirit, O Lord.
7: You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. blood. Your martyrs professed their faith by shedding their blood.
6: Give us a faith, O Lord, that is constant and pure.
7: You You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. Your martyrs followed in your footsteps by carrying the cross.
6: Help us to endure courageously the misfortunes of life.
7: You You redeemed redeemed us us by by your blood. Your martyrs. Washed their garments in the blood of the Lamb.
6: Help us to avoid the weaknesses of the flesh and worldly allurements.
7: You redeemed redeemed us by by your blood. blood. With the longing for the coming of God's kingdom, let us offer our prayer to the Father.
5: Our Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom kingdom come. Thy will be, be done,
8: done, on, on earth, earth as it is, it is in heaven. heaven. Give, Give us this day our daily bread,
10: daily and, and forgive us our trespasses, trespasses as, as we forgive those who trespass against, against us.
8: And, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver
5: us from evil.
7: Stir up in your church, we pray, O Lord, the spirit that filled St. at as he laid down his life for the sheep, so that through his intercession we too may be strengthened by the same Spirit and not be afraid to lay down our life for others. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen.
1: Hey, the weekend is only hours away. Keep it holy. Morning Air is coming up next. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the Relevant Radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord.